This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, y'all. This is Patty, Queen of the South. I just wanted to take a second to let y'all know how much Schedulicity has truly changed my life. Not only does it keep my clients involved and informed with everything going on through texts and emails, it also allows me to take payment using the app at a lower fee cost than any other app I've ever used. And as a family and a business, Schedulicity is truly there for you and really goes out of their way to make sure that you have exactly what you need to be successful as a business owner. And I mean, it just, it's beautiful energy, y'all. It's so nice to be around people who kind of get it, you know? And for that reason, I'm so grateful for Schedulicity and everything that they continue to do for me and my business. So if y'all have a second today, check out Schedulicity. Love and light, y'all. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Good, man. So uh, today's a weird conversation. You know, we usually say that we're super excited about about our guest today, and uh, it's hard to say that we're super excited. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm scared. Ex- yeah, I'm a little scared too. <laughs> you know, I'm excited to have the conversation, but it's not like a super like exciting. I, I don't know what to say. No, because you know, we're gonna get real in this conversation, and we're gonna get real. Uh, not only with ourselves, but, you know, we have a lot of friends and, you know, I, I want to embrace the, the hairdressing community as a friend. And we want to bring this conversation because uh, I think we're all going through something. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. So um, today we're bringing on Maureen Desmond and Maureen is a grief counselor and she'll kind of explain to us what a grief counselor is, does and and, and how they can be helpful in your life. But uh, also kind of give you some tools that, um, you know, that you can use every day. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of a roller coaster of a ride. You know what I mean? There might be some tears. There might be some excitement. There might be some. I mean, it's just who knows. That's why I'm kind of scared. You know what I mean? That's why I'm, I'm glad I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> so in case I need it, <laughs> so you can wipe off some tears. If, yeah, exactly. If need be. Yeah, yeah. That's a good call, man. I should have worn long sleeves. <laughs> yeah, you can have the other sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of lean over the table and you know, I got two, I got two arms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So um. I'm not honestly. I mean, you know, we all kind of like, we we hear the word grief. Right. But I don't honestly, I don't even really kind of know what that means, like in a, in a real like Webster kind of dictionary of it. So, you know, again, hopefully Maureen can um, can kind of walk us through uh, what all that means. Right. And I'm really looking forward to being able to understand what it is, because, you know, you might be going through it without realizing that you're going through it, you know, and 
So being aware of it, you'll be able to uh, maybe take care of it. You know what I mean? So uh, I know we all are, are kind of somewhat struggling in a sense mm-hmm. through because of COVID. Uh, not to go back into COVID, but it still the remnants of it still sure. is, is mm-hmm. affecting all of us. So uh, you know, let's let's get into this conversation. I'm really I'm really excited, <laughs> scared and excited. Yeah, the best conversation. You know, it's right because if you're scared and excited, it's the best conversation to have, right? Yep. <laughs> let's do it, Miss Maureen Desmond. Thank you very very much for joining us on your day off. Oh, thank you so much. And I will. Um, I hope that it's um, not too scary and it's more. Um, exciting and helpful so um and i want to thank both of you corey and tony for having me today because it is a tough topic and to be really honest no one wants to talk about grief who wants to talk about grief we don't go to parties and say hey let's make the theme grief we don't we don't do that we don't want to do that but it is an important topic because it will happen to all of us and so I hope that through this, I can give you, um, all of you on the call, um, some tools to help you get through it, whether you're helping someone else through it or whether you are experiencing it yourself. So I also want to say, I want to give a huge, big, loving shout out to all of the hairdressers out there. You guys are family and friends and you're counselors and coaches for us when we're sitting in the chair. Um, and on top of that, you're helping to make us beautiful inside and out. So thank you so very much. Thanks, Marina. I think the, uh, the industry will appreciate that. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, you said about, you know, first of all, we'll ask what, you know, what's the definition of grief. But a lot of times um, when we go through grief, we try to bury it or hide it. We don't want to really share it. You know what I mean? Uh, and so we try to keep it private. But, you know, before we get into that, what is, what's the definition of grief? Yeah, yeah. So great question. Um, there, are, there are quite a few definitions. Um, over the course of my time as a grief coach and just having my own experiences with it, I've pulled out three different definitions that, um, and we'll speak more to this as we go along, but one is very simple. And it really is that grief is a very normal and natural reaction to significant emotional loss of any kind. And any kind we'll get into. The second one is, and I love this one, grief is the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or a change in any familiar pattern of behavior. So think about that. I mean, anything like moving or the death of a loved one, pet loss or the loss of a job. All of those change your familiar pattern, and that is grief. And then lastly, which is a little bit on the sadder side, is grief is that feeling of reaching out for someone who was always there and only to find that they're no longer there anymore. And so that's the painful side. That's the painful side of that lost loved one. Um, But those are the the definitions of grief that really have always resonated for me and resonate for the clients that I coach through grief. Um, But it's natural. It's normal. And until you actually experience it, it's hard to know what these feelings are and if they're natural and normal. Wow. So how did you kind of like 
Like I can't. Nobody graduated high school and says I want to be a grief coach. Like what kind of like what kind of guided you kind of into uh, into into coaching and, and, yeah, and yeah, being yeah. a part of this conversation. So, so early on in my life, in my early twenties, I lost my sister um, in a in a car accident, and I was just starting um, my junior year of college, and um, and it rocked my world. Um, her death. It's been thirty six years now. And I still miss her. I still think about her every day. I feel her. Um, and that really was the beginning of the experience of grief and learning about the fact that I wasn't ready for that. And I didn't have the tools to deal with it. My family didn't. And then you also learn pretty quickly that other people that you're going to to seek consoling, they don't know how to do it, deal with it either. No one really understands it. And, you know, for lack of, no one's trying to be insincere when they're consoling you, but a lot of times people will bring up things that are sort of insensitive and it makes you feel even more isolated. And so throughout my life, and I've had other losses as well, I've lost both of my parents. But throughout my life, I feel like I've had some sort of empathy and real, um, real life experience that always helped me to console others. And throughout my career, I worked with a lot of people in sales and I was a sales trainer and I had people reporting up to me. And when they would have their own losses, I really did understand it from a very heartfelt place and I could console them and help them. And I always had in the back of my mind, one day I would love to help others because one of my favorite quotes is when you learn, teach. And I learned a lot about grief and that's a Maya Angelou quote, one of my favorites. And I think that it, it transpires. Um, it's a great thing for, for any situation when you learn teach, but grief is something that I really want to teach others how to handle it. That's amazing. Yeah. And as hairdressers, you know, I mean, that philosophy is so spot on, right? So uh, a lot of times we do practice, you know, what we learn, we, we teach, we bring back to the salon, but you know, usually it's, it's more mechanical like and technique not, and stuff. right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, by bringing this to the to the equation, uh, you know, by if you listen to this podcast and you know somebody in your in your salon, you know what I mean, share this podcast or you know what you learned in this podcast. You know, if if you grab something, share it. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, Maureen, you were saying um, that sometimes people are uh, come off as uh, insensitive. Can you kind of give us examples of where you get where where someone might not be again nobody's purposefully being insensitive but but some of that conversation that 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 can that can come across as insensitive and then if you can kind of give us like well you know they said x and this is insensitive well here here's here's a re, not a rebuttal but but here's how the here's how the question or, or, or the consoling um could have been better does the, that make sense the rewording <laughs> the rewording <laughs> the reboot yeah absolutely absolutely and like you said you know, there are a lot of myths that we are, are um, that we experience when we've gone through grief. Um, and some of those myths are things like, um, you know, even our own parents, grandparents, whoever is in our life, they might just say, oh, 
I know you lost your husband or your child. Remain strong for everyone else. You have got to be strong through this for everyone else. And, and it's, it's actually for the person grieving, it's just adding more responsibility to them at a time when they can hardly keep, you know, they can hardly get out of bed and, and put one foot in front of the other. And so we do those things and we say those things. And again, it's not purposefully done. It's not, they're not trying to be insensitive. They're trying to help. Um, so it's things like that. Just give it time, stay busy, you know, um, oh, you know, go, go do a lot of things to keep your mind occupied so you don't have to deal with it. Those are, those are myths that are really not helpful, um, but, I feel like we all have been told those things and we all sort of carry that along. And that's why grief can feel so isolating because you're carrying the burdens of your own and then you're carrying the burdens of other people putting them on you. Um, I can remember three months after my sister died, my friends who are, I love them to this day, we're still all friends, um, would say, you know, it's been three months, Maureen, and you're just not yourself. And we're kind of like tired of it. So, you know, it's been three months. Oh my gosh. You know, it's been 36 years. I still, I still miss her. I still, so I, you know, those things, they were hurtful at the time. I don't blame them for saying it because they didn't understand. They didn't understand the grief. Um, another thing is to when we tell people, when we, let's say, go to a funeral and we're trying to console the, the grievers and we might say something like, um, let's say it was someone who their husband died and we, we all want to intellectualize grief when it is a very emotional time. And so we intellectualize it by saying things like, I know that you had a wonderful marriage and, you know, you've been together for 20 years, but you are, you know, you're so lovable. You're going to find someone else. And there's so many dating apps out there now. It's so much easier these days, you know, like people will say those things in the moment thinking that they're helping. And actually it's probably better just to say, I, I feel your pain or I, I, I'm, I'm feeling your pain with you. And, or some people just say, this really sucks. And I don't even know what to say, but I want you to know I'm here. You know, it's just, you don't have to try to intellectualize it. Just be you and say those simple things. Um, you know, I was going to talk about, you know, hairdressers. You have clients that are coming and sitting in, in your chairs every day. And I know that your clients open up to you and they share things. And how many times have you had someone come and say, I just found out that my mom has cancer or that I have cancer or, um, some, you know, my, my grandson died unexpectedly. And it's really scary and to know what to say. So we kind of start fumbling and I think that from my experience and, and a lot of the clients that I've coached, they love when you bring up the person. They want to talk about them. And I think that we're trained. It's another myth that don't say anything about them. Oh my gosh, God forbid they start crying. Well, guess what? 
by talking about them, it makes us feel good because we, it keeps them alive. They're always present with us. You know, we're never going to forget. And um, by talking about them, it makes them stay alive. And so as a hairdresser, you might just say, I know that you've talked about your grandson with me. Tell me some more stories. Tell me some stories about him. I like that. You know, yeah. like and that's, just that's just that different. That's just a little deeper conversation too, you know, to, to be able to relive that. Absolutely. And it connects you with your client even on a deeper level. Yeah, there's no doubt. I like that. But you're absolutely right. Like whenever, and it's not just like, like, I, I'm by no means am I making light of this, but but to deal with like death when someone comes in with that or or that like that's an easier conversation. But it's sometimes the harder conversations when it isn't that big thing, right? Like, like death is a big part of our life, so sometimes those conversations are a little easier. You know, you can console with you know pre-COVID with a hug and like a hey, I'm here with you. But but you know, so the, the conversations that that I have a hard time with and I don't really know is like hey, we're getting divorced. Hey, um, I lost my job. Hey, you know, when, 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 when I have, like, I don't know what that, can you kind of help, help me with like, what would that, what would that conversation look like from, from there? Does that make sense? Right. Cause they might not want to talk about some of those things, uh, you know, as fondly cause you know, those memories aren't, are going to be as fond. Right. And, and by the way, Maureen, just to qualify, does, does losing a job, does that, that stuff you were saying about life change and how that can be grief. So does that qualify also as grief, like losing a job or losing, you know, whatever? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You're spot on. There are actually about 40 different types of losses um, and, and grief loss. And, um, you know, we always think about death of a loved one, but I mean, pet loss, pet loss can be pretty severe. Um, that is that is part of that divorce. It's a big one. Um, it's again, if you go back to the definition, it's anything that's changing your pattern, your regular pattern of your life, your familiar pattern. It's devastating. Um, moving, moving away from um, as a child. If if your parents say we're moving, Dad got another job. It's going to be great. Well, guess what? You are taking your kids away from their their friends their schools you're taking you're taking yourself away from your hairdresser who you love and you don't want to leave <laughs> you know um the, even going to the grocery store when you move you're it's like oh my gosh i'm so used to my grocery store i mean think of the things that we get sort of attached to all of those things when you change it up is a form of grief it may not be as detrimental but it is still grief. And sometimes when people move, they'll say, for the first three months, I just, I just didn't feel like myself. I didn't have the same energy. Um, and that is, a, it's part of grief. And, um, and so, you know, going back to um, like divorce and someone comes in and says, you know, my husband, just left me. My wife just left me. Oh my gosh. Right. How do you, how, what do you say to that? Oh, oh, don't worry. You'll find another one. Sometimes people say those things. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that yet. <laughs> now, if they say, Hey, I'm ready to date today, then you can jump into their, to their world. But, um, otherwise don't say that, but it's, it's really the same kind of thing. It's listening, you know, 
I'm trying to think of a con uh, like a question to ask of that. Um, um, you know, you can even just kind of tap into, wow, that sounds really tough. Tell me more. Tell me more about that. How are you feeling? You know, and, and you can even kind of turn it into the fact that you came in today to get your hair done. That says a lot about you. You know, you're already putting one foot in front of the other. You're, you're keep, you know, so it really is just like almost taking yourself to, and what would you want to hear? You know, what would you want to say? It's sort of taking it back into that. And again, like what, when I, when I'm talking about these things that are myths or aren't the greatest things to say, I've said them <laughs> uh, and I'm doing this. I've said them to people. So don't be afraid if, you know, once that comes out, you know, it's okay. Um, but you know, what I'm trying to do and what, and share is there are other ways to say it and other ways to do it. Um, and if you know those things, it's just helpful. And one of the things that I love, I love this one. It's, you know, so many people are resisting crying and we're so afraid of making someone cry. Um, but it, it's, it's a natural response. So I love to say to people, go ahead and cry. I'm here to be with you because so many people really don't do that. And you want someone that can handle your emotions. We are a society of, oh my gosh, this person is depressed or this person is sad. Um, they lost someone. We tend to want to avoid that and very natural. So when you find someone that can say, listen, if you want to sit in my chair today and cry the whole time, I'm here and I'm with you. And that alone is like such a gift to the person going through it. And, you know, whether it's a divorce, a pet loss, or a job loss, it's scary and they're sad. Um, and so just, you know, those are kind of just those, the things that we are afraid to say, we should say or ask. All right. So that, that's, that's from the perspective of, of a client coming into our chair and how we can help them. But how, how, how can we help ourselves? Like mm -hmm. if uh, we're struggling, like, you know, if, you know, I'm hit financially very hard with COVID or I, uh, I got to shut my suite down or salon uh, down, how do, how do I handle grief or what do I do? Because, uh, you know, like it, what your self talk or or that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's you know, because I'm not necessarily sitting in somebody's chair and letting them know that I'm, I'm sure. grieving, right? So if I'm not doing that, who do who, how do I take care of me? Yeah, great question, and that is definitely something um, to talk about because um, all of you have been through, you know, loss this year. Um, we have a we are all as a society going through a collective grief um, and it's COVID, you know, obviously everything has changed. And when I think about small businesses, when I think about the hair industry, when I think about um, bartenders and restaurants and all of these disruptions, we're all going through our own grief. And so when it's collective grief, um, it's almost like 
it's um, we're all in this together. So it's sort of like the reverse of the, the person sitting in the chair as a hairdresser, you can share, you know, share what you're feeling, share what you're going through, because you can almost predict that everyone is sort of going through something similar. It may not be the financial loss of not being able to work for three months. And I'm sure there are many um, shops all over the country that had to close because of, of COVID and never reopened. And then there's that whole grieving process of finding another job and where do I land and all of those things. So it's, it's sort of like being a friend to yourself and being a friend to your other coworkers. And, um, and, and that's hard too right now because you're not all in the same space. Um, but it really deserves, um, it deserves attention and time by reaching out to each other um, and, and forming these ways that you can talk, whether it's a Zoom call. You know, I can remember back in March, April, so many people were sort of doing these Zoom calls with their friends because they didn't have a chance to see them. So it was that social part. So it's adding those kinds of things in to connect back to them and to connect. Um, and again, it's, um, you know, everybody has a story. And so um, you're, you're sharing a story that's very personal for you, um, whether you're in the hair industry and you're losing or you, you, you're in a financial situation. Um, it's kind of just being really honest and open. Um, and I think that the whole underlining and sometimes a silver lining of grief is that we have to be more comfortable talking and being open and sharing and feeling comfortable with that. Well, there's definitely, I mean, there's definitely some vulnerability in that, right? Like, like it's, it's giving yourself permission to be, to be vulnerable. Um, Maureen, is there a way, and, and I don't really know how to ask this question, but is there a way to identify what is depression and what is grief? Like, like are they, what, first off, are they different? I mean, I kind of get the sense that they're different, but I don't really know, but I don't know if I could articulate how they're different. Yeah, you don't you, know what the difference is. Exactly. So, so is there a way to, um, to kind of, you know, uh, as you're doing your own self work and your own self um, talk and, you know, you're, you're, you're doing your own practice through this, is there a way to say, Oh, this is grief and, you know, or, or no, this is a little bit more, well, is, is depression more than grief or are, are they related? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, grief, um, is not depression. Grief is that normal emotional response to loss. Um, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't, it could go into depression. Um, so as a grief coach, um, when I have clients, I, um, you know, as a coach, you're asking a lot of open-ended questions and you are really focusing on getting people to talk and be open and let their emotions out. Um, and there's a point where you sort of start seeing it going in a direction of this person is not moving forward at all. And like, they are not going into work. They are not getting out of bed. They are... And so I, as a coach, um, 
will talk through that and ask them a lot of questions and then say, I would love to suggest that you reach out to a therapist because there are different skill sets for that. And therapists and doctors can prescribe medication if it's needed. Um, a lot of people, it, it's hard to, um, when you're going through grief, it's hard to know the difference because it feels so heavy and so painful. And, um, and it's, it is challenging to get out of bed. You know, it's challenging to get the energy. Um, and so it's, there's a, there's a huge confusion over it. And a lot of people ask me, do you think I'm depressed? <laughs> um, and, and it's hard for me to say, I, you know, this isn't my, this isn't my area. So I don't want to um, say too much or too little about it, but um, grief is not depression, is basically what I would say. And it can feel like it, but grief is just a change in a familiar pattern and it's emotional and it's real and it's, and it's normal, it's normal. So like when I was quitting smoking, that's grief. <laughs> you were grieving your smokes? Yeah. <laughs> Great point, Tony. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got cigarette or whatever, or whatever you were saying. <laughs> That's funny. And nobody was empathetic. You know what I mean? Everybody, empathetic, yeah. Empathetic. Yeah. They would, like, my wife and uh, my daughter would give me a hard time. So they were adding to my grief. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> stupid. Right. <laughs> so dumb. Hey, hey. That I'm sure is part of the 40 um, things of, you know, that you're, that you grieve, that you grieve. <laughs> and there are, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was saying that, um, so there's a, there's a quote that we've brought up a few times on, on the podcast and that's that, um, you know, change isn't what's next. Change is getting rid of um, old belief systems. And I'm kind of getting the sense that, that, that what grief is, is when those belief systems have been, um, have been forced you know, you, your hand has been forced, right? It's not like a decision that you make, you know, it's not a decision that, oh, here, I'm going to change my belief system and not just belief systems, but, but, but where your hand has been forced out of your control. So, so there's a little bit of like a, like an, um, uh, a kind of like an emotional almost reset in that as well. Right. Cause now you have to like, okay, well, I didn't ask for this, but here it is. And like, and, 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 and psychologically, I just don't know if we, we have to catch up to that. We have to catch up to that, that, that kind of loss. Am I completely crazy, Maureen? Absolutely not. That is, that is spot on. <laughs> um, you know, grief and loss are a part of life and we never acknowledge it or want to until it happens to us. And, um, and then we're in it and then it's really unfamiliar and as I said in the beginning, it's sort of like, oh, I was going to cuss, but oh, shit. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want this. It's the unknown part of life until it happens to you. It's, it's unplanned, it's unwanted, and it's intruding on your perfect world or your world. Maybe it's not perfect, but it's intrusive. And we're not ready. We're not ready for it. And um, it, it, it's so, so when it comes to us and then we start looking around and realizing nobody gets it, nobody help, can help me. I don't know where, where are we going to go from here? 
Um, that's why this conversation is so important. And that's why I'm so thankful that we're having this conversation. And I thank you for that. It is, it is, um, it's sort of like simple things in a way, once you start talking about it, there are, um, and, and on my website, which I'll give later too, there are, um, things that I will continue to be putting out there so that if you are going to a funeral and you want to sort of have an idea of what to say and what not to say, it's on there. So there's a lot of tools and things like that, that I want to share with the universe because my whole goal at this point is to create a systemic shift in how we deal with grief in our society. One person at a time. And you talked about it earlier in the beginning of that, of that, um, paragraph there is, is talking about it. Cause I'm the kind of person that I bury everything. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about nothing. Nothing bothers me, even though it does it. Uh, right. <laughs> and, and so, so I, you know, I have big shoulders. I'll, I'll tough it out. I'll, uh, you know what I mean? And, and over time, a lot of that can weigh, uh, and, and really put a lot of weight on your shoulders. So, uh, I love, love, love the the part about talking, talking it out. Let's just bring it up, you know, and thank God I got, I got a best friend like Corey that I can, uh, you know, I share what's bothering me or, you know what I mean? That of course my wife, you know what I mean? But there's some things that I feel that, um, you know, Corey might understand better than my wife, but, um, but talking it out is huge. Yeah. I also, I, I like the idea of, I mean, to give Maureen a shout out real quick is that I like the idea of also yeah, like, yeah. I think it's less intimidating to have a coach than it is to be like, oh, I'm in therapy. I'm in therapy you know, I mean, I, I bet you there's times where, where like people go, oh yeah, I'm seeing Maureen, my therapist, but, but I like the idea of like that, that kind of that coach relationship. Um, uh, you know, it just, it just, it, mm-hmm. it feels a little bit easier, especially as guys. Cause you know, we, we, as guys love to lo- love to love to, like you said, carry that weight, you know? So, um, and I, and I think that that, you know, uh, historically that's kind of been our, um, not to be sexist by any means, but, but historically that's kind of been our role, right. It, it, is to carry the weight of the family and, 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 and you know, then we can't at, at some, that's probably why we die younger too, cause we're carrying all that weight. But, um, Hey Maureen, I have, um, so I, I've lost both my parents and, and, and they were the grief of those or, or the, or the bereavement of those were, were two very different experiences. You know, I lost my mom when I was, when I was very young, I think I was 21 when I lost her. And, and, and although she had been sick kind of my entire life, um, it was still a big shock to the system when, when she finally passed. Um, and then, um, you know, I just lost my dad like um, about a year or a year and a half ago. Um, and, and there wasn't the same grief there. Now he had been sick, you know, he had, he had Alzheimer's. So, you know, when, when he was first diagnosed with Alzheimer's, they, the, the doctor said that this is an eight year disease, right? So like, you know, between seven and eight years is, is when the disease ends along with the loss of life. And, and I didn't have, and again, I, maybe I'm pushing it all down and stuff, but, but I didn't have the same, you know, grief or whatever when my dad passed, but I kind of think because this is how I qualified or justified is, is that, you know, we lost him years ago because, you know, the thing with Alzheimer's, this is not the same. It's not the same person. So I don't know if, if that made it, I don't want to use the, well, I'll use the word easier. I don't know if that made it easier or not. I mean, help, help, help me out, coach. Yeah. Help me out, coach. I mean, every loss is, is different and every person's grief is different. 
you know, it's like snowflakes or, or, or um, pieces of sand. I mean, it, that is, we can't just follow something and say, okay, everybody get on board. This is how, how this is how it's going to be. Um, and the situations being different and the age that you are and the things going on in your life and where all of those come into play. And um, so, and, and I hear you, um, you know, whether it's a sudden death or you're watching someone die, I think that it, it, people say, well, I'd rather watch them die because at least I get to say goodbye or, you know, and then the per person that's going through that says, I'd rather it be sudden because it's hard to watch somebody die. It's, it, it's, there's yeah, no going through that. Going through that, like like you said, seven or eight years, you know, you were grieving. But sometimes after after seven or eight years, you know, you're you're like you want it to end for them, so they're not suffering anymore. Yeah. And so now you're kind of relieved that now they're in a better place, or they're not suffering, or you know what I mean. And that could yeah, be yeah. part of the, the the issue as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that Alzheimer's, you know, Alzheimer's is a weird one too because again, it long ago the person that i knew left right like there's yeah. still like the body there they're still there but but the person is gone you know that person left a long time ago um but 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 to back up a little bit maureen is there is the if 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 you're a hairdresser if you're a client if you're whatever and you're facing like a long a long illness you know whether it is whatever is the, are there tools or are there um anything that that can kind of pre-help if that makes sense like is there is there a longer I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, but you know, are there tools or, or things to understand, um, you know, as you're kind of, you know, you're about to approach this? So do you mean for someone else? So let's say someone's parent has been diagnosed with something and you are, are going to be going through that with them or for yourself? Well, I mean, well, I didn't even think about for myself, but yeah, I mean, like if you were, if you're, if you're a loved one and you're kind of watching this happen, are there any tools or anything that can, that you can kind of do to, um, I, I don't know, to, to help in some way or to, or to, to, to help with the grief, the, the, so, the, the eventual grief? So, um, again, it's, it's a, it's, I hate the word process, um, but it is, it's, it's, person by person. A lot of it is talking through it, um, being open to it. Um, there's an acceptance that comes with it when you talk about it. Um, and, and it kind of, there's always prep in that when you are able to express the emotion. So um, I think that the, as that grief coach, um, and that piece of it is so important to people because I'm really, I'm there as a person to express the emotion that you're unable to express out in the real world, because we have this thing called Academy Award Recovery, where it gets to a point pretty quickly that you say, I'm just going to pretend like I'm okay, because I'm tired of people asking me, or no one's asking me and I just don't want to bring other people down. So I'm just going to put on a happy face and live through the day. And when I get home, I'll just completely fall apart. That happens all the time. And so, you know, we don't want people to have to fake that they're 
happy or unhappy, you know, um, in those situations. So the, the fact that you're talking about it and you're acknowledging it, I'll have people with, that come on board with me and the first four sessions, I mean, they cry 90% of the time and they'll, they'll keep saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm, I'm, don't be sorry. This is where you are expressing your emotion. You're getting it out. And there are some people that say, I don't cry all week until I hear your voice and then I start crying. You trigger it. That's good. <laughs> I don't take that personally. It means I held it in and now I'm going to release it. Um, so all of those things are really about, um, you know, it, and I'm not trying to plug myself like you need me, but here's the thing. You need someone and we all will find a couple of people that really get it. A lot of times it's other people that have been through grief. And so you rely on each other and you have these little these little packs with people, right? Um, I mean, when I've been through my, my grief and loss, there were people that came out of the woodwork that I hardly knew. People I worked with that I'd see in the hallway a couple times, they were the most giving people around my grief. And I always found that so, like, why? Why do they care? Well, come to find out, after I got to know them, they had been through something similar. And once you go through that, you get it. And Corey, you can probably, you probably understand that. I mean, you were young when you, when you lost your mom, um, it sounds like, and you know, you kind of need someone, maybe it was Tony, you need someone there in your court, you know, that you can feel comfortable crying to, or just saying, I feel like crap. I felt like crap for six months. This year sucks. And, and be okay with that. Um, because, you know, me, I'm an upbeat person. So grief for me, it felt wrong to be down. It felt wrong to not be my upbeat self. And I kept thinking, people are going to think that I'm not fun anymore. So I'm just going to pretend like I'm fun, you know. Um, we just play those games. Because, again, it just goes back to the simple thing of grief is not something that we talk about until we go through it. And it's hard to accept. Sometimes you don't want to accept it. And if you don't accept it, then you can never heal. Well, right. Well, right. And Maureen said she hate the word process, but it is, that is the process, right? It is, it is, it is letting kind of that, that those, those, I don't want to say letting go, but letting those feelings go, meaning, meaning the grief part and, and accepting that, Hey, there, there is a loss here, you know, not, 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 not the, not a, not a loss and like you're going to get over that person or not a loss as, as, as for whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, when you accept it, you're not, it's not necessarily, it didn't happen or, or you're, or you're now it's time to move on forgetting. Mm -hmm. It's none of that. It's just, you know, now you're accepting. So now you can deal with your feelings and you can, you know, start to heal or, or grow in, in those feelings or in that situation and in, in that grief. Yeah. 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 So, Maureen, <clears throat> um, uh, like if you're a, like if you've been widowed and, and, and you and I use this word lightly, but you're moving on to like another relationship. How how, how does if, if you're that new, really, how, how do you kind of accept that? You know, like I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, you know, like if you move on into that, you know, that that new spouse, you know, mm -hmm. what's that conversation with the new spouse or. 
or like what's the expect? I think what's the expectation of that new spouse to, to understand? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you asked this question because there is a woman who is my hero in the grief space and her name's Nina McInerney. And she did a Ted talk in 2018 that everyone on this podcast call needs to go listen to because it speaks so beautifully to someone who it is it's it's gut-wrenching and with this buttery wonderful way of adding humor to it and it's perfectly done and she was married and her husband died of a brain tumor and she talks about the love for him and then how she was able to move on and get remarried and she says this beautiful thing i i write it i wrote it down because this is i always want to share this you don't move on from your loss you move forward with them and that is brilliant that is exactly right you don't move on you'll never move on they're always present they're always with you in a different way and um she just she just says it so well so i think that it's it's what 18 minutes long and you walk away being less afraid of grief and like that's one thing that i want the listeners to walk away from today is that don't be afraid of it because there is a lot of joy and beauty in pain and grief and you don't feel it in the moment but you will feel it and see it as life goes on and you it's 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 beautiful it's joyous there's so many things that are yet to come um, and I just want to make sure I plant that seed. It's so important to know that. And she does Wait, what's that. Her, what's her name again? Nina what? Yeah, Nina McInerney. And it's spelled M-C-I-N-E-R-N-Y. I'm glad you spelled that. I would have never figured that out. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my own. So, yeah, we'll definitely take a look at that then. You know, that's um, that's that's really great. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where to go. I mean, that was, that was, yeah, that was, that was, that was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Move, move. What, what'd you say? It's not moving on. It's, 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 it's moving, moving forward, forward, forward with them. Moving forward, forward with them. Yeah. 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 And you always kind of, yeah, you'll always feel them. Always so, feel, how, feel them. so how can our listeners, uh, if, if, if they're struggling, if they're going through grief, and, and they wanted to find you or are maybe trying to figure out some tools or, or whatever. How can, how can they find you and listen to you and, and just get a hold of you? Yes. Um, so my, um, my website is navigating through loss.com and through is spelled all the way T H R O U G H navigating through loss. Um, I'm on Facebook, so you can do facebook.com, navigating through loss. Um, my email is maureen at navigating through loss. So you get the theme here. 
Um, and, and I'm really, I'm really sort of, I've always been doing this, this coaching and then grief coaching one-on-one. And I'm really kind of coming out of, um, I've been doing it in the background and now I'm really coming out with it. So I have, you know, big plans to continue to add things to my website so that there are a lot of tools there. Um, I will give um, suggestions on books to read or to take a look at things that have helped me and have helped my clients. I just love to be this person with lots of information and sharing, sharing, sharing. That's what's so important. Um, and, um, you know, eventually I'd love to be doing some podcasts and asking questions about what they've been through. Let's all learn together. Let's all go through this together. Let's help each other. You know, at the end of the day, that's what, what I want to do. That is my goal. And, um, and I hope, I hope that, you know, after listening to this, you don't feel afraid of what grief is. It's, it is painful. Yes but grief is a part of life and we can get through this. Um, and I feel like the more we talk about it and the more we connect to each other and the more we're open and not afraid of making someone cry, um, the better. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Maureen, thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for uh, giving us a, a taste of what you're up to and, and, and how we can help. I mean, you know, how we can help one another. You know, once again, it's it comes down to uh, C-O-M-M, capital U-N-I-T-Y. You know, it comes down to community and, 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 how, we, and how we own that. So, um, Maureen, thank, thanks again. Thanks for hanging out with us. And thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Oh my gosh. Thank you so very much for having me. I appreciate it. And to all the hairdressers, thank you for all that you do. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>